Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to the Gays Are Revolting, your definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. You can show your support by posting a story on your Instagram linking back to us at at GaysRevoltingPod, or join our Facebook group by searching the Gays Are Revolting. Head over to Apple Podcasts to leave your rating and review. And book tickets to our very first live show happening in a matter of weeks in Melbourne. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> and we have your regular host, dear sweet Mikey, who loves to practice his strokes in Josh's family pool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. We have Luke, who is kind of like Rapunzel when you think about it, but instead of letting down his hair, he lets down everyone in his life. That's very apt. <laughs> I've been told that a few times. And and we have Thomas. Tom's actually just started seeing a Russian guy, which is funny because Tom's Russian head first into a relationship with someone who can't speak English. <laughs> hey, it and works. it's me, Kylindina. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey> guys. <laughs> hey, darling. Hey. And for the live show, we're calling for your best reads for us. Ooh. If you think you've got a solid read for either Kyle, Luke, Tom, or myself, please email it through to gazerevolting at lipmedia.com or DM us on Instagram. That's right. And, uh, you know, the best reads will get chosen for yeah. the live podcast. And we'll be giving out a prize for the best reads as well Ooh. yeah you get a blowjob from <laughs> anyone you like from the podcast Spicy. especially me uh, <laughs> also for anyone that is attending the live show um, we're going to have a Q&A session at the end so uh, if you want to start thinking of your questions now get on it yeah. how are we all guys you good? I was so confused because I thought there actually was a prize and I missed. No, yeah, I was like, <laughs> the meeting. Yeah, babe, like, this is a, no, a no, free no. fucking podcast. Your prize is that we do it every week. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking welcome. <laughs> uh, have you had a good week? Yeah. Any exciting good. stories? Uh, oh, I, you're also dumb. I ordered Uber Eats last night. <laughs> oh, no. Slow down, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pretty mellow week. I took my mum to uh, every now and then. I take her to Gold Class. Mm. She's so sweet Lovely mm-hmm. suburban mother Aww. And she feels like Special when her gay son, Her <laughs> eldest gay son Takes her to the Gold class cinemas To see maybe We went to see Mary Poppins Returns Oh my god Have you seen it yet? It's so good Oh my god really? Mikey can I you and I Start that. our own podcast Just yeah, about Mary Poppins should. Returns <laughs> <laughs> It is so good You two haven't that. seen it? I don't think I've seen The first one. Oh what? my god Okay just add it To the fucking day. list Add it to the list <laughs> 
It's not a gay movie though, is it? It's pretty. Is it? I mean, it's, it's like pretty it's very camp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, But but the most exciting thing is not just the movie. I since mm. then I was on IMDb looking up interesting yeah. facts about movies. I love doing. Yeah, that. I don't know if you saw. I posted <laughs> or like some the my trivia shows. question or like yeah. funny fact. Yeah, the trivia yeah, stuff. Yeah. I posted it on Facebook and it had a list of all the women that were considered for the role <gasps> of Mary oh, yeah. Poppins. Yeah. Yeah. Few yeah. highlights: Nicole Kidman, <laughs> <laughs> Terry Hatcher, Terry fucking what happened to her? Helen Hunt. Imagine Helen Hunt. Oh, you're looking at me confused. I know. Okay. No, I know who she is. I do. I can't name a movie she's in, but I know who she is. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> no, no. Isn't oh she in like God. some spy movie, like an assassin? Mad type? about you. Mad about you. Yeah. Julia That's Roberts, oh. Hilary Swank, Renee Zellweger. Oh. I imagine. I want yeah. this film remade a million times. I with feel all like of these actors. Nicole Kidman would have just done like a Stepford Wives. Sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Also, like she wouldn't be able to do that thing where like Mary winks and stuff. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> she can't move her face. <laughs> Ooh. So we're going to start with some breaking news. Ooh. Now, this is one of those things that I want to remind our listeners. We record on a Wednesday night. This will go to air on Sunday. So yeah. now we did this with the leadership spill. Ooh, this okay. is probably even bigger news in the gay scene. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this is, for those of you who have been following on social media, Poof Doof. Uh, Never definitely Melbourne. <laughs> You're there every fucking weekend. Why don't we? <laughs> Melbourne's, I would say, premier or largest gay club. Probably the biggest in Australia now. They host events in mm. all Australian oh, capitals really? throughout oh, the cool. year. Uh, image has been posted of a job description for a photographer. So they have mm-hmm. photos taken there for anyone that's unfamiliar that they do what's called the Power Puffs photo album every week. Yeah. So they take photos of certain people, they cut the background out, put the logo behind it, and it's yeah. sort of considered yeah. a bit of a mm-hmm. feather yeah. in your bow if yeah. you get into the Power Puffs. It's your grinder profile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people put it's it a lot of grinder <laughs> profile exactly. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So it says brief for photographers. Photos are to be taken of boys. Puff Doof is a gay club for homos. No one is here to see girls, ever. Boys with muscles, big ones, the kind of muscles that come about from spending at least five sessions a week at the gym. Hot boys, if you want to lick their faces because they look so delicious, take a photo. Drag queens, but only the best, and never more than three to four. And once they've had their photo taken once, that's it, forever. Photos are not to be taken of. Skinny boys in burgundy t-shirts and chinos. They are a dime a dozen. There is nothing interesting nor cool about them. I boys, feel very, <laughs> you feel very attacked <laughs> by that Your tone seems very <laughs> boys with bad skin Messy boys Anyone who looks like They've poked down A 10 pack Is out Indie boys They are not Powerpuff worthy Unless they are Breathtakingly good looking Or epically stylish Any boys that have Previously had Powerpuff photos taken Repetition is Unimaginative And boring so that got posted today it's <laughs> and it's gone pretty Ooh. viral in the LGBTI community. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that was my initial thought. Indeed. Yeah. I was just like, what do you mean? Yes. I had more the reaction of, oh, you're that girl I knew you were. Alyssa <laughs> right. Edwards kind of. <laughs> yeah. Behind you know, the mirror. Behind <laughs> the mirror. <laughs> you know, the story's still developing, mm-hmm. but it is a sense of othering that members of the LGBTI community have mm. felt for a while. And then every now and again, documents like this slip out or Mm. old Mm. tweets resurface. It's like a Kevin Hart thing all over again. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and and you get that feeling of like being behind the mirror, being like, that's why I felt the way that I did about Puff Doof. Even though I thought it was something about Mm. me or like... Like where the smoke is fire. (laughs) I wouldn't be completely transparent talking about this topic and just say that I have been hired by Puff Doof as a performer Mm -hmm. several times before and also have upcoming gigs with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not denying that. But I also want to be completely honest and say, I'm absolutely mm. disgusted by mm. that job description. Yeah. Um, yeah. The story that's gone with it mm. is that it's been released by their photographer who was fired to sort of discredit Puff mm. Doof, I guess, as a community. Yeah. I did 
read that apparently it was a long time ago. Like that yeah. brief was from like seven years ago or something yeah. like that. So they've changed their views. Well, I the think story they, continues. They, 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 posted, they, they posted something, didn't they? Like, they did, yeah. yeah. So they have posted. So, they're, they're, so the initially response. it was posted by some individuals. Uh, so I guess this photographer yeah. shared it around to certain yes. people in the community. Obviously and then, trying to do damage with it. Well, yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I, but I would also say that this photographer worked for them for a very long period of time. If yes. they only have an issue with it after they've mm-hmm. after been the fired fact, from their yeah. job, well, then they were completely yes. complacent That's with these true. rules. I think the photographer that was fired had the intention mm. of making it mm-hmm. look like Puftoff's a bad place. And it's like, well, hang on, you didn't have a problem with that until you got fired from exactly the job. Exactly right. So yeah. you're, you're part of the problem in that case. So it was shared by individuals uh, and then it was shared by the DIY Rainbow page, which is the page that got the um, rainbow crossing up in Sydney reinstated and they've they've been a a part of a lot of stuff that's been revealed in controversies in the LGBTI Mm -hmm. community so Puftoff responded to that initially and their response from them was um, hi everyone this was an internal document that was written and has not been used or referred to at all for more than seven years Mm -hmm. it was released by a photographer after his contract was terminated last weekend as a way of uh, retaliating against his termination the brief is outdated and again has not been used referred to or circulated for many years we apologise unreservedly for any hurt caused by our words and the actions of a disgruntled ex-employee. We're very sorry, Puftoff. What do you think? Do you think it could have been edited uh, though, like as well? Like, do you think he could have like beefed it up and made it sound worse? Than it doesn't. Well? It, I mean, that's a photo. I mean, of they a, didn't deny yeah. anything. They're not it's denying a photo anything. Of a yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, I did notice, like, obviously, because I work with a lot of photographers, mm. and yeah. um, some of my friends commented that the brief didn't really describe any of the like technical aspects of photography at all no, that they required. All. It was more like a marketing, like yeah. what they wanted to be perceived as, but not. Yeah, it yeah. yeah. didn't give any like shot, like shortlist, like would say like guests like mingling, like wide shots of the venue, detail shots of the drinks. It's literally. It didn't like like specify any of yeah. that it was just very clearly just for the marketing to want outsiders to get a certain perception of the venue absolutely yeah, yeah. I don't want to Nancy draw it but well I was the just top, about it yeah the top that's what I was about to say corner mm. it looks like it's been ripped off ripped yeah. off mm. something else so like, I think it's a staple document like yeah. a, a page from a staple from a, document yeah, from a contract I think yeah. Yeah. from a I mean, contract yeah. it's so funny that we talked about Kevin Hart a week ago week. Yeah. yeah and we're saying well if you're an adult mm. 10 years ago really isn't that long of a time ago mm-hmm. yeah. to be ignorant or hateful and so we're in some very like thin ice now where yeah. we're saying yeah. seven years ago well that's ages mm-hmm. ago for it's the getting, lgbt yeah. community i appreciate they apologized yeah yeah just, i mean they got on it pretty Look, quickly honest, as that, well. that initial yeah. apology i'm not i don't think is a great apology but um, then you said they had a second apology they do they have yeah. a second apology yeah but, but this first apology i mean i kind of feel like they're sort of accusing the disgruntled ex-employee yeah. of causing yeah. the harm and it sort of goes back to that mm-hmm. kevin hart thing of like you Point can make mistakes yeah. you yeah. can change your opinion or your stance on something but you got to keep apologizing about it and you got to continuously be apologetic and i don't feel like that initial apology was you can't say worthy. sorry and throw someone under the yeah, bus exactly. at the same yeah. exactly. time exactly. So, we'll come back. so that was just that was <laughs> yeah, a yeah. comment that they posted as a response to the DIY Rainbows post mm-hmm. okay I also feel like take the fucking photo of these people like mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I think all clubs have a certain look that they want to totally. perpetuate I don't think Puff yeah. is the only club especially in the LGBTI community that would have these mm-hmm. ideas yeah I mean um, we've spoken about like club door policy and stuff yeah pre- absolutely like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but let people have their photo taken and then just decide which don't 
yeah. don't be like don't yeah. take photos don't of women people to Do, their, like, yeah. drag queens get one photo you know don't yeah, yeah I think that's a bit harsh it's just like wet on Wellington using images of a clean pool okay. <laughs> <laughs> pool is very clean I will have I you mean, know I mean you would know they yeah, use sorry. buckets of bleach in that I'm just going off the <laughs> Facebook got, I, I actually I'm naturally a brunette but I just oh, come out because right. you're there all the time every weekend wow. I go for a swim and top up my roots and top up my roots oh yeah. yes <laughs> so then they've just posted a uh, thing from their official page okay. to our beloved doofers family and friends we would like to apologise unreservedly for the distribution of an extremely old internal photo brief that was written seven plus years ago we have not Ooh. used referred Ooh. to circulated or actioned this brief since it mm. was written we are mortified that this old document which was is not reflective of our brand or attitude has been dredged up and dragged into the public forum with the explicit intent to hurt as many people as possible mm. we are extremely sorry for the words written seven plus years ago that did not in any way reflect our love and respect for our entire community. A lot has changed over the years. We have certainly changed too. We are so sorry to every single person that has been offended mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form. If anyone would like to discuss this with us, please message us via Facebook. I like that. That's that a much better great. apology. I, I think do that's like really that. good. That's very, yeah. I wish they had have just released that instead of their sort of like quick little apology first, like just sort of let it sit yeah. for a second. Yeah. Instead of jumping on it straight away. Like, I think yeah. they were, but I think they timed it wrong. Yeah. It's not a huge team of people. They no. probably don't have a 24-hour social media person. It's probably someone responding to their initial yeah. post and then they've gone, hang on, wait, we need to consolidate mm. and, and think about what we need to post. Mm. And I do accept that as an honest apology myself. Yeah. What do you think, Luke? <laughs> you know, these apologies are just, we're getting yeah. apologies, so they're yeah. good. Yeah. It is so strange to me that the time just keeps getting brought up, mm. how old these documents are. It, you can't have pride when you come into an apology. Mm. You can't yeah. come in and be like, I am so sorry to you, but I am also going to remind you that that was seven yeah. plus years ago. When you apologize, you've got to come in with no ego and no pride. But I don't, I don't care if it was 50 years ago or whatever. Mm. An internal document of yours got leaked. It's indicative mm-hmm. of your brand and your mm. ideology at some point. Yeah. It hurt people. It made people feel yeah. othered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just need to take responsibility for that. If I, this document is legit. I, I, I don't know the they, they've s- totally said the document's legit people have questioned the time frame mm-hmm. um, but I would it. say that on that document it has people that it says that you report to I know that half the people on that list haven't worked True. for Puftal for a very okay. long time so I'm more than willing to believe that that is from a long time ago yeah. and going back to the Kevin Hart conversation mm. we all said that we've we've had opinions in the past that we no mm. longer have that we have changed ourselves the gay community has evolved a lot in the last seven years Absolutely. I think um, mm-hmm. we used to have nights called Tranny Bing in Melbourne seven years ago there's no way you would run a night called Mm -hmm. Tranny Bingo anymore in Melbourne you have to accept when people evolve because what's the point in trying to change people if you're not going to then forgive them when they do change I mean look when I first saw that brief I was angry but Mm. I was also confused because I've been in the poof doof photo albums me too and I'm a a 30 year old a 32 year old chubby balding gay that that often is in a burgundy shirt and chinos Um, and I've got lots of friends that definitely do not fit into that I was going to say, I definitely believe that that's not an effect. I don't believe Because no. I know lots of people who don't fit that exact criteria. We also talked about Dawn. Photos. Yeah, Dawn Lee. Yeah. Dawn Lee. Um, Dawn Lee, love. 
has been hired, and she she did a post about this yeah. today. You know, she's yeah. been hired as a dufet. So uh, Puff Duff have these uh, people called dufets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, up until recently, most of them were drag queens, and they were sort of hosts of the night, not on stage, yes, but no. around talking to people, yeah. having photos taken, that sort of thing. So Dawn Lee is a trans person of color who's been hired as a mm-hmm. dufet and is regularly in their albums, and, yeah. and she is a woman. Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't feel like this. Yeah, this it's policy not something they've been following for a while. I think that. For I sure. think it's fair to believe that. Yeah, I, th- I think the art of apologizing mm. is mm-hmm. a tricky thing to mm. master. It's like fingering yourself and jacking off at the same time. <laughs> it's wow. like wow, <laughs> it's hard to do in yeah. a way that satisfies people that have been hurt. You're never going to satisfy and everybody. The thing that I take away from this is mm. the impact that being othered from mm. ideologies like this leave with people long term mm. is a very hard thing to make up from absolutely i, I don't go yeah. to puff duff like i will to see a drag show if yeah it's a, it's a big one but i made up my mind really early on that even now that i know these facts that we're talking about now mm. that it's it's a different mindset and it's evolved and it's grown mm. but i've never been able to shake the way that it made me feel when it was run in this nature. Yeah. yeah. But the the thing that's really upsetting to me about this, and I hate to call it mm. the big white gay male elephant in the room, but it touches into this element of gay male privilege mm. that we really don't like to talk about. And to the point that we don't really like to admit it exists. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's this great quote in Pose in one of the mm-hmm. early episodes yeah. where one of the characters was saying, it doesn't matter who it is, yeah. but people always need to find someone to shit down with. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And when it comes to our community, it's it's the trans and the people of color yeah. at the bottom. It's in our nature to mm-hmm. need to punch downwards. And it's something a lot of us who don't fit the mold, either in our body image, our skin color, our gender identity, have felt and have questioned mm-hmm. and have been met with absolute denial of like no that is not a thing and so when you see these documents even if they are seven plus years old you go but i felt that way for so many years because of this yeah and people told me i was wrong about this Mm. for so long Mm. so i'm glad that you're sorry and i'm glad that you've evolved and i'm glad that people are getting good gigs out of it yeah and that people are feeling accepted now but i yeah you're allowed to still be affected by policies i've mm-hmm. had or, or environments they've had one yeah. thing i would say just not to muddy the water in specifically talking about puff doof i don't want to speak on your behalf but um mm-hmm. as far as people of color go the majority of the doofettes are not white and I would say yeah. the majority of clientele mm. at Puff Duff are not white. I don't want to muddy the water on what this specific topic yeah, is. Look, but I, I, d- I definitely think that that applies to other venues and other parts of the LGBTI world and the entire world. Yeah, I was taking it broader. Yeah, yeah. Puff in Duff in particular yeah. is a business. And yeah. it, it's a local business to all of us. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not coming for them. You know. <laughs> 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 and I ain't coming to them either. <laughs> but on a broader scale, as soon as I saw that thing, Thing, I was like, yeah. this is a time to talk about privilege. I definitely felt the exact same way you did because it sort of confirms exactly what we've felt in the past. Being a person of colour, going into these spaces, just not feeling 100% comfortable. Obviously, it has evolved massively since yeah. then. Because I had been a few times when I first sort of moved to the city. Same. And that was sort of the initial feeling that I got. And that's why I just haven't gone back since. Same. I think having this come out and then having the apology and knowing that there are more people of colour in there and that Dawn Lee is there as a defect now 
because mm. I haven't been for so long, I think I would be more inclined to go these yeah. days than I ever would before. But still, I'm still a bit apprehensive about mm. it. And as we said, this is something that's unfolding. Like we, yeah, we, that's yeah. it. We want to see how this changes. I want to see more. I want to know that if this is brought up again in a year, yeah. that they will apologize again because yeah, because they Stay are genuinely sorry. sorry. Stay sorry, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I went through some of the powerful albums from the last mm. few months before this podcast because I was like oh I haven't really looked yeah, through it for yeah. a bit I mean I personally feel like it is a lot more diverse than that mm-hmm. and I'm not just talking as far as race goes but body shape age yeah. and, and there is some women in there it's, it's obviously mostly men I will to be in all fairness say like we're a podcast of four gay men that yeah. prides itself on being a podcast for four gay men do we have any women on our marketing but yeah. having do we said have that, marketing <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, there is an argument to say but I still yeah. think that you should take the photo even just hold the just camera up the and say click yeah. click you don't have to put it in there <laughs> like, you don't you have to put great. it in the album um, but Kyle I'm mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I was going to say Puffdorf is my yeah. local club. Yeah. That you're I go you're to there more often than I am. Yeah. yeah, it's like just down the road for me, and I do go there a lot with my friends. Will this change your? I believe that it could have been like that in the past. I'm quite new to Melbourne, like past two years. I moved to mm-hmm. Melbourne from Brisbane. I'm just going off my experiences of the club being mm-hmm. there. I'm happy that they admitted to something shitty from the past and that they are sorry. I mm-hmm. guess we'll continue to see if they continue to be sorry and like just really like own it. I cannot wait to see what the next photo upload. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, <laughs> oh my god. goodness! <laughs> the yeah, if you're really ugly, be... go to yeah. Puff oh, this Saturday because you are going. You to are get... going to shine. <laughs> I, oh, I look forward to me and Luke being. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finally. Just cover a photo. They're changing their profile pictures. <laughs> just wear burgundy just, shirts and chinos. Yeah, and that's oh, it. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> yeah, everyone at Puff Doof this Saturday, please. Burgundy, <laughs> burgundy shirts and chinos. This is I've your moment. I read it and I felt so seen. I felt so seen by yeah. this I was like indie boys there's nothing else to got you unless they're really attractive so no not I'm you like, oh. <laughs> these bitches yeah. I, I really think it's that I'm surprised they didn't specify north side yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised they didn't say no Luke. north side yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't say Luke Forrester <laughs> specifically photos of this man yeah. for me unfortunately I, mm. I have that once burnt twice shy yeah. kind of thing and, and I think it pushes people like Mikey and myself to find our own spaces Mm. that we've just naturally yeah. felt comfortable. You push up against something for so long. Mm-hmm. And, Story for life. Do we? How's <laughs> <laughs> my exes? Do we feel that this is fairly indicative of all queer clubs or all queer Melbourne clubs? Is it just that we've seen the receipts from Puffdoof? Honestly, I had this feeling when I was at Puffdoof, mm. and yeah. then I've had this feeling when I have been at other gay yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. venues. It's just that we've seen a doc. Uh, well, yeah, we've got receipts for this one. Yeah. We got yeah. receipts for this one, and I've been told so many times I'm wrong mm-hmm. you know you're wrong about this place no it is actually very inclusive you're wrong yeah. about this place it's you mm-hmm. had we have seen and, and this circulate from the Greyhound before it closed I would not have been surprised Pro- pro- yeah. probably not written down I would be surprised if it's not across the board for a lot of the larger yeah. gay mm-hmm. clubs um, Fluffy up in Brisbane Ark mm-hmm. in Sydney oh, like I'm sure yeah. they've all given some sort of instruction maybe yeah. not to the photographer but to the person that's deciding what photos yeah, go up mm-hmm. and maybe that's, there's more of a problem at the core of, of how we run our venues than this individual venue. My friend, who I'm really close with, often posts on social media and she'll say... JB? Oh, not JB. No, it's not JB. (laughs) You have another friend. What? I have two. Shut up. Um, And she often posts and she's online and she'll post on events and say, will anyone come Mm. with me to this event? Because you gauge whether you will feel comfortable in an event by looking at their photo albums of the previous events. Mm. And she said, I think there's a real problem here because I've looked at the last four 
parties that this particular thing is thrown and I've seen no fat people mm-hmm. yeah, right. I, I've seen no people of colour mm. she goes I don't know if I can go to this by myself mm-hmm. and that's indicative of a lot of venues that are going yeah. out there with a specific brand in mind yeah. Yeah. they're uploading their social snaps yeah. just get more inclusive Drag Race Thailand. Thailand. So last week they started their second season. They're up to number two already. Yeah. Wow. I've only watched a couple of episodes of the first oh season God. just because like I couldn't find the links yeah. to them. Is it good? Um, Do you rate it? I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah, sure. Incredible. Is it? It has ties to RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. The way that they do their auditions is they get on 40 contestants similar to like what they do with America's Next Top Model and oh, they sort of audition sick. them. Yes. Um, and then out of the 40, they sort of cut it down to 14. They have included a bio queen this year, um, which is quite interesting. The very and for those who don't know, what's a bio queen? For those who don't Tune know. Tune into Word of the Gay. <laughs> 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 I listened to that episode. I listened to all the episodes. Well, for those who don't know what a bio queen is, a bio queen is a cisgendered female woman who partakes in the art of female impersonation. It's so, a roller coaster to get your mind yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> so the very first bio queen is in the auditions. I don't think they made it on to the no. final 14. But yeah, it was quite interesting. In their audition, they were saying that they are there to represent the bio queen community and sort of make it more accepted because there is such controversy with women doing drag. I know a few of the local bio queens here in Melbourne. Yeah, because there's quite a few in There are quite a few now, which I don't is know quite good. <laughs> the first one I was introduced to was Rosie Foe. Love Rosie oh. Foe. Does like massive clown, crazy makeup. Cool. Initially, I was very apprehensive about bio queens. Yeah. And Ooh. I sort of had to question myself as mm-hmm. to why I was sort of like, mm, I'm yeah. not into this. And I think it comes back to the whole straight women doing bachelorette parties, coming into gay like spaces. Taking over gay spaces. Taking over gay yeah. spaces and not sort of respecting mm-hmm. the gay space that they're in. And also, I don't want it to be that whole, like, oh, we're jumping on the on the bandwagon of RuPaul mm-hmm. and that's all we've watched yeah. and this is why we love drag. And they don't sort of know their history about it. But the bio queens that I do know in the community, I love them so much. Mm-hmm. They do do an amazing job. And they are all queer women as well. I'm they really identify yeah, yeah, yeah. as queer. They identify is queer yeah. okay it's such a touchy topic yeah. i remember it was it was after a night we'd all been at yeah baby drag, baby drag mm. yeah and we'd seen a couple bio queens perform that night and i felt uncertain about it mm. and i had a brunch the next day with some fierce fierce to deliberate fierce <laughs> feminists yeah and i said i'm gonna get red for filth for this because I was the only cisgender male sitting oh. at the table. <laughs> that was brave. Yeah. <laughs> I said something about it I didn't like yeah. last yeah. night. And I don't know why. why? Yeah. And I want to know better because I'm obviously missing a gap yeah. mm-hmm. here. And no one really knew <laughs> what it is. Yeah. 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 Just because I, I honestly think it's, it's a culture mm-hmm. that is maybe in its infancy, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drag well, is not in its infancy If they want to be included in the drag community well, They've no, got to no, acknowledge no. that they're joining a community That's not in its infancy But just coming into the mainstream Well this is my argument yeah. Is that a lot of subcultures within drag Have mm. created their own own culture But different styles and houses of drag mm. Have very different cultures and messages sure. I think some of the uncomfortableness 
that I've felt about it is it felt too close to the culture that I knew. But I, from speaking to bio queens and one of my friends from work, her daughter does it and performed that night. Yeah. I didn't know until later one of the queens we were reading (laughs) was a friend of mine's daughter. It was very awkward. Mm -hmm. And she lives for it and she's learning more about why she does it. Mm. Even this contestant who auditioned for Drag Race Thailand said she'd been doing it for less. 12 months she's been doing yeah. it for, yeah. yeah. 12 months. Like Valentina. Yeah. And that she had the decision, I was going to be a drag king. Yeah. But it, it didn't, didn't feel right. And so I figured out this other thing did feel right. So maybe it's simply just in the process of we're figuring out where it sits it's within our community. Yeah. And I mean, I think drag is not, drag is not confined to gay men. No. Drag is an art form that absolutely anybody can do. Mm-hmm. One of our, Australia's most famous examples of drag is Priscilla Queen of the Desert which was based on the true story of Cindy Pastel a Sydney drag queen who was married to a woman with a kid Mm -hmm. it's it's not a specifically gay men's thing one of my favourite drag performers is Sexy Galexi who is a drag performer identifies as a drag king but it does a lot of drag queen stuff as well I would say one of the best makeup artists in the drag world in Australia with Art Simone the two of them are are, I would say equally talented drag performers she is um, a lesbian woman Mm -hmm. a cisgendered lesbian woman that um, performs in drag as well and, yeah. and they are at the top of mm-hmm. the drag world mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned yeah. when we start talking about heterosexual cisgendered females mm-hmm. doing drag yeah. mm-hmm. I, I do feel like there's a, a few people in the gay community whose yeah. sphincters sort of tighten <laughs> up yeah. which is sort of going, <laughs> hang on a second there's something weird about this yeah. I love them I think they're fantastic mm-hmm. but I have had being involved in the, in the drag world a few experiences with cisgendered heterosexual female drag queens mm-hmm. that I've been a little bit disappointed in in that they've sort of expected a little bit to be treated differently you know, the drag world is fucking cutthroat. Oh, there is not yeah. a lot of gigs. There is a lot of people that want those gigs and you've yeah. got to work Especially really hard now. to get you gotta be out. And you can't night, just start like, straight away and no. get it. Like, it's not an easy thing to step into no. and you got to work your way That's up it. the ladder. And I'm sorry, but you're going into a world of people, mm. the majority of people, and I'm not saying that all cisgendered women mm-hmm. have it easy, but cisgendered heterosexual women joining the drag world have to remember that a lot of other people in there have struggled. Yes. And, and that is a space that has traditionally been there space yeah. you are more than welcome to come into it but don't expect any sort of special treatment no. when you join it you're gonna have to go through the same you sort start of at the bottom yeah, yeah you're yeah. gonna start at the bottom like everybody else and i have not all of them a lot of them have been amazing but i have yeah. had a couple of experiences where people expected to sort of somehow be treated differently to yeah. all of the other oh, people on the yeah. scene and i'm sorry that's not how it, it works mm-hmm. uh, as far as i'm concerned but the performance wise i don't think there's anything that's mm-hmm. less interesting by no. a cisgendered heterosexual woman yeah when i talk about it with my friends I do see the potential of something so exciting mm-hmm. in terms of a subculture mm. there. Yeah. When you actually think of the possibilities of what drag says about gender mm. and especially yeah. femininity crossing over with actual cisgender <laughs> women yeah. and their own exp- expressions of femininity and oppression that they've endured yeah. from their gender. Like mm. there is no, yeah, there's, there's, there's so much space for it. Yeah, and absolutely. Space and I'm more than happy to, to call that drag. I, I, totally. That definitely fits into what gay men are doing in the drag world. I just want you to remember when you come into that space yeah. who you're sharing it with. Yeah. yeah. 
I really love how big drag has become and it's mm. really exciting and I love all the different art. I love that it's being really inclusive and including bio queens. I'm just confused about it. Like how they like <laughs> like I like I love it. I'm for you, it. I think I'm just confused to... of how to like describe it or like define yeah. it. And I know we're in the age of like not defining things, but like if drag <laughs> if drag was in a dictionary, how would you yeah. define it? Because my understanding was that the old way anyway mm -hmm. was like man imitating woman. So yeah. Is it now, is it just like a makeup thing? Or is it like, if you're a drag queen, do you just have to be good at makeup and perform? Like, does that define what a drag queen I is? I think it's the legendary mm. striker, Maya, which is a very old drag queen yeah. from Sydney, yeah. described it as dress-ups. Dress-ups. Yeah, it's okay. dress-ups. So it's just like, is it's it necessarily expression. taking on a character or just... Not necessarily. Just no. Dressing no, up and being like really extra I think there's really genuinely no there. rules. Yeah. No. It's just expression through dress-ups. Yeah, Absolutely. that's great. Drag queens yeah. aren't don't identify as women. They aren't trying no. to be women. Yes. If they're male, men dressing up as women, yeah. it's expression through dress-ups. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. performers. And it's not necessarily like because drag would be like pushing femininity. Now it's more loose. I right? think drag is it's, a culture now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have much experience with drag kings. Also, I feel good. Are they? So I've so never good. seen a drag king. I remember I'm a few really years, because, a few years no. ago. Well, first of all, I want to say, sexy Galaxy, look her up. Yes. Uh, especially any to. cisgendered women that are thinking about going into drag and don't really have people to look up. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy's been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. She predates drag race and all that sort of stuff. I had the pleasure of hosting the DT's Bake Off with her a few years ago. Not only is she incredible with the looks, yeah. but she is also sharp, funny, fierce, I can rock a number. Yeah. She can do an Elvis thing. Thing. She can do like a dark gothy thing. She can do like a hyper femme thing. She can do anything. So nah. look her up. There doesn't have to be so rules. Good. There doesn't have to no. yes. need to okay. think of like because yeah. I always thought rules of drag. I haven't seen many drag kings, so forgive me. But yeah. like in my mind, drag queens would be more exciting because of the outfits and everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, guys' clothes are a bit more like rigid and boring. Mm -hmm. Like, how would you make that really exciting? And nah. like, do they have lace front beards? Like, how does it work? Well, like, so <laughs> you can yeah. really. One of, one of my favorite yeah. drag king performers, Justin Talika. Amazing. <laughs> it's so. I'm excited to finish like this tonight and then go yeah. look up some drag like, The facial hair, yeah. I was oh, like really, really confused about. So like after the show, I went up to them and I was just like, can I just have touch a look? It. And it's just like a mixture of wig hair and like coloring oh, in. Okay. And I love them. I think they're all so amazing. Exciting. They're in a dapper suit. Like I'm all about it. Like yeah. get yeah. into yeah. it. And then there's everything in between. It doesn't have I to be I love that a it's such a fluid art. Yeah, it doesn't have like, to be a man yeah, dressing yeah. up as a woman or a woman no, dressing up. There's yeah. also like just the, the drag art. Um, Geneva yeah. Gender Mess from yeah. Perth, who has like those little felt balls stuck yeah. all over yeah. it, all their face. There's also dandrogyny. Simple like, as well. Simple, the drag queen. Like there's- I feel like I don't care at this point. like. If you have a great name, I'm for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's but there's also like the drag art that doesn't really take yeah. a gender. It's yeah. just sort of it's art, art just, on, on yeah. the body. And again, just goes mm -hmm. to dress up, expression through dress up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I was on the tram this morning on my way to work mm-hmm. where a lot of my people viewing happens. And I saw a cute couple, gay couple, holding yeah. hands, playing Pokemon Go. Aww. I was like, oh, bless. So cute they can be virgins and in a relationship. I was like, <laughs> doing the privacy of your own home is one thing. But, <laughs> no. but um, yeah, I was like, wow, people still play Pokemon Go. Yeah. And, yeah. and oh. have you ever noticed Pokemon is so beloved by gay people? Like every fucking gay person I know is like mm. really into Pokemon. Yeah. Like I know Luke and I constantly talk about it and we swap Pokemon battle. Like, yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Pokemon's been around ever since we were little, and I feel like gay people well, just ever like since you were little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and I were little. I remember, I remember Pokemon starting. Yeah, got awkward. But yeah, and I just thought how funny it is. Like, is it the anime from like when we were growing up as kids? Because there were so many gay themes in oh, that. Absolutely. Like, do you remember Team Rocket? Like Jesse, Jesse and, James. and James. Good my God, favorite. Jesse and James. Uh, James is the gayest cartoon character yeah. I've ever seen in my whole life, and they had so many like undertones and innuendos oh, and. Yeah. During the show, I think there was like one episode when he like because he would always do drag in the yeah, show, and he, right. he would always be the woman, and she would always be the guy, Absolutely. and I just found that so hilarious. And um, he was wearing like a really like form fitting outfit and yeah. like one of the things. He had a breastplate. Yeah, that wasn't in the English episode. Like, no. that, that never made it to like the, the Western, the Western yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah, it was, and it was like big pornographic boobs yeah. on him as well. It's like, oh, yeah. not for children. And then someone was like, "Where the hell did he get that outfit?" And he's like, "He cut it right out of his closet." Yeah, and like like a lot of like little sneaky sneaky innuendos Mm. and I just thought like identification stuff like there's a lot of Pokemon Mm. stuff out there that have no gender and like in the games and stuff they're very camp Pokemon yeah yeah, Yeah. very camp and like people love to dress up yeah a lot of gay people like I know maybe use also like Pokemon like video games role playing as like escapism like and it's still going strong I saw yesterday I think Ariana Grande literally just got EV tattooed oh my god yeah Yeah, I was like Ariana Grande and one of her tweets the other day was just like I spent the last 18 hours playing what is it it's EV Pokemon let's go Pokemon let's go EV yeah yeah I was like, love it, girl. Get yeah, into it. Yeah, no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah. Honestly, the only thing I talk about more than myself <laughs> is <laughs> JB. Yeah, it's JB yeah. and then <laughs> Pokemon. And then poofed off because you're there all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> loves the I think it is a huge part of gay culture. <laughs> and I think there are a lot of reasons why Pokemon in particular mm-hmm. has, well, the gay community has yeah. latched onto it. I remember I used mm. to get grinder messages all the time. If you chuck Pokemon in your little bio mm-hmm. line or whatever. Oh, yeah. Get all the, get you, all the fish. You, yeah. <laughs> Rail <Magic> them <laughs> Yeah. All the Gyarados are coming yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. It came at a time where a lot of younger gay men, yeah. especially mm-hmm. in our sort of cross demographic, mm-hmm. let's say, of our ages, yeah. were starting to feel excluded. Mm. And suddenly this huge thing arrived on the scene that everyone loved. Mm. Yes. And it was a video game as well as being a cartoon mm-hmm. that had a way for us to interact with the kids that we wouldn't usually feel mm. comfortable yeah. interacting with. I could talk to the straight kids about trading. Yeah, because everyone loved it. They yeah. needed something from me to get their Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. And Nintendo as a company, mm. the probably the fifth topic I talk about the most is a very (laughs) traditional Japanese company. Yes. So in terms of inclusiveness and forward thinkingness, they're very conservative and Japanese in their mindset and in the way they design. But Pokemon games were one of the first ones that let you choose your skin tone. Yeah. Yeah. They've been making games since where they still don't let you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. But Pokemon's let you do that for at least the last 
four generations of games. I wish I could use my skin tone. I go red so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) You go lot of nice. And yeah, yeah, they don't gender you anymore in the games. And also, I think in the newest game I saw, because at the beginning of most of the games, it'll be like, are you a boy or a girl? And now it just says, what do you look like? It doesn't say the words girl or boy. It just says, what do you look like? And you can pick which like image you identify with and then customize it. Do they have the option of like a trash fire? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This game's not <laughs> and I um, think the design of some of these Pokemon are just intrinsically gay. Oh yeah, for sure. you know, totally. We've got Jigglypuff, we've yeah. got Puff yeah. all got Jigs, well. <laughs> all the puns. And yeah. some of them actually sound like daddies when you watch that. You know, <laughs> Machoke me. <laughs> I just mean that Bulbasaur is the only like Pokemon reference I'm going to be able to make for this entire segment. That's all I know. You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah, <laughs> the tables have turned. Violent <laughs> time. Uh, <laughs> and something um, I really loved about it is because everyone does play it, not just yeah. gay men. Yeah. The design of it is I can actually train up mm-hmm. this tiny pink fairy mm. that kind of looks like a cupcake <laughs> to beat the fucking shit out of a 10 <laughs> never foot thought about dragon. That. <laughs> yeah. You know, and my character. Ain't that a metaphor for life? <laughs> my character's always female presenting. Yeah, I always yeah. pick the female yes. presenting girl. She has a team of exclusively mm. pastel blue and pink Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> I color coordinate <laughs> my team. <laughs> yeah. And I train them up to destroy. Like, we're cute. Yeah. 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 We're cute and we will kick your fucking yeah. asses. Yeah. And I think that sums up a lot of the gay mm. community. Yeah, totally. I think that's funny that you say that, that you always pick and identify as a girl in a video game because there are so many video games where I think it's a great outlet for gay guys Mm -hmm. because you can choose your avatar and you can hide behind this thing and explore your sexuality. And there's so many games out there that allow that. Like, I guess for a lot of people, like growing up with Sims, like I'm not sure if you ever played that. You could sit, like who didn't make secretly make like a gay love couple? Like live in your house and live out your fantasy that you thought you'd never actually live. And you're like, wow, this is hard. Yeah. Like do burn. some woohoo, <laughs> <laughs> woohoo in the hot tub. Yeah. Oh, burn that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I always burn. <laughs> is there them. a Sims porno? They need to make a Sims porno. I, there were there, there were cheats, are. and you could like yeah. make them naked. I remember yeah. people because like, like every time they got naked, it was like pixelized. Yeah. And, and they, they were called the sex woohoo, and then you could woohoo yeah. in the hot tub or woohoo. Right, yeah. My oh, experience yeah. with Pokemon is mm-hmm. I don't know if it came out when I was in about grade six, but it got popular at least in Australia around about grade six. I was totally into it, and I had the cards. Oh yeah. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but I wasn't very popular. And I think mum might have saved up to get me a deck of the. Do you remember the gold card? Like they were the the holographic cards. They were really good ones. I think mum like saved up to get them for me so that I would be cool at school Mm -hmm. with them. And then in about year ten, I stopped playing with Pokemon because I became an adult, and um, that's mm-hmm. when I think you should stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> you should never stop. You shut and your my you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> my only other experience is I walk to work every day through the Carlton Gardens. Yeah, and sometimes oh, I go into see. So many yeah, so sometimes many I go into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we were at the park the other day for the picnic, yeah, they were we went on a picnic hundred- without you boys, oh, yeah. by the way. Wow. <laughs> well, y'all well, didn't come, and it was fun. But yeah, I walked well, through Luke the gardens, and there was hundreds and hundreds of people playing Pokemon. Yeah, it's still going because I remember. Remember when it was such a big thing? I think I went to the zoo once when I first moved to Melbourne, and it was like when Pokemon Go was booming. Oh, and I love nobody that. was there looking up. They're, everyone no. was just walking in circles looking. I love that bones. you're walking around like actual lions and zebras. yeah, and they're like, oh my god, there's a Tratini nearby. Well, that's like, the thing. Like, so yeah. sometimes I walk into yeah. work on weekends, and I walk through the Carlton Gardens, and I see yes. all these gay 
gay men mm-hmm. well the first time when they first yeah. released yeah. I saw these gay men standing around and I was like brilliant a beat I've still got 15 minutes yeah. before work I'm gonna <laughs> fuck everyone behind yeah. the bushes but they're all just mm-hmm. trying to catch, catch Pokemon, Pokemon instead of my STDs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I name all my Pokemon and I got oh, yeah. yes. yeah. what do you name them well I had a Dratini and I did call it Mikey Oh, yeah, I used to name mine punny things like um, Golbat was Whippy Golbat. Oh, <laughs> I named them after the people they remind me of. Oh, so the Charmander yeah. named Kyle. Cool, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm not what mad. did you name? You didn't name one after <laughs> me, did you? Chancy. Oh, no. 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 Jigglypuff. No. <laughs> did you guys ever? When Tamagotchis was a big thing, oh. did you ever get the Pokemon ones? I wish mm. I had a Pikachu <gasps> Tamagotchi, you like and that was my cool. favorite thing ever. Yeah. It was the only Pokemon thing that my parents would get me because it was the cheapest thing to get and yeah I went to school with it one day and I was like yes look at my Tamagotchi and I put it in my bag yeah. and I never saw it <gasps> uh, no I was like no it's gone it's like, yeah the worst yeah. thing ever maybe I just had a realisation that the reason why it's so important to some of us is that in these primary school environments it was an opportunity for little gay boys to mm-hmm. gain status yeah oh totally yeah. Oh, yeah. and have that sought after like not the sports guys for once yeah. and something that we're not having to pretend to be interested you know mm-hmm. when you get status by yeah. oh I'll pretend to be into this totally. yeah. and be the best at it um, like me and sniffing glue yeah um, <laughs> Pokemon was something that we could legitimately be interested in and love and still get social status in an environment that never afforded it to us in the first place. All right. Well, we are coming up to, for what most people just view as a day off work. For our international listeners, that is Australia Day, which is January 26th. Falls on a weekend, mm-hmm. we get the Monday off. Hey, hey. Obviously, if you're listening overseas, Australia Day sounds great. Mm. What's it's the equivalent? Independence? No. Uh, the Thanksgiving. Fourth Thanksgiving. Of Ju- oh, uh, Thanksgiving yeah. would be the equivalent. Uh, New Zealand has one, but they celebrate it very well. Waitangi Day, which is yeah. the day that they celebrate the treaty being signed with oh. Maori people. Oh. And that's quite an mm. inclusive day. Yeah, yeah. They do nice. it incredibly well. Unfortunately, as Luke's about to tell us, <laughs> yeah. Australia Day is not quite as tasteful. <laughs> no. Well, in the last few years, there's been a growing movement what we call hashtag change the date yeah Mm. and it's something that i can't Mm. speak personally on not Mm. being indigenous Mm -hmm. to this country and the issue that people have is although we are celebrating australia day as a day to celebrate what we have in this country Mm. the ideals that we hold as australians Mm. we've actually picked a day of Mm. basically massacre and colonization yeah, that's right yeah of referred to a lot as invasion day yeah. invasion day um which has met with a lot of pushback saying no we can't just change the date of a public holiday mm. and this conversation has been going backwards and forwards for a number of years now and the polls that i've viewed are really evenly split they are, they? They and, are. And but i think in the real world knowing people that take sides on this Mm -hmm. you can split them yourself and say there are educated people and there are lesser educated people that I don't think realise that this day has only been celebrated so so it's currently celebrated on the day that Captain Cook landed in Australia so it's not oh like I just wanted to know more Mm. about it and like so what the 26th represents is when the Union Jack was raised
seized and marked oh, by British sovereignty yes. as what the land of Australia would become. But they didn't land there on the 26th right. when it all started. They landed a week before and they had moved right. up the coast okay. to a better spot because when it they just... Planted the yeah, flag. when they planted the flag. Sure. But it's, it's yeah, celebrating yeah, yeah. the invasion of Australia yes. yeah, by yeah. white settlers. Yeah. But that's only a very recent thing, which I think yeah. a lot of people, a lot of younger people at least that oppose changing the date don't understand. Yeah. So when I say uneducated, I'm not having a go at no. them. I'm saying they're not educated on the mm-hmm. topic of what the history of Australia Day is. Celebrating it on a day that is hurtful to people. Yeah. Australia is supposed to be about a fair yeah. go and welcoming everyone. That's and we're I just don't understand. So it upsets so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And so many people have an issue with it. And it's not hurting the people who are for it. Why not just move it and make yeah, everybody happy instead yeah. of just yeah. some people happy? Like Because it's the not people that are hurt are minorities. Yeah. yeah. And that's where change doesn't yeah. just happen. Yeah. But we're saying concept, these polls like, are 50 50. 50% yeah. of Australia is not indigenous. There's no. 50% of Australia yes. makes up a lot of people that aren't just indigenous. I would say it would people. be all the like younger people. Yes. Lot, I mean, a lot of young people have just sort of opened their mind up and read about this sort of stuff. I only found out today that Australia Day wasn't celebrated till like the 90s or something. Yes. No, it was, but it wasn't celebrated on this day. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's, so it's they been moved celebrated it for like a hundred... It's been right. celebrated since Federation. Yeah. It was Federation, I think. It was like I think. three years. It, it was, was like in November. It was in July. Yeah. There was states celebrated on different days mm-hmm. at certain points, but it was the 90s yeah. that it moved. So right. it was 1994. It was announced as a public holiday all around Australia on the yes. 26th of January. Yeah. So when it first began, it was just New South Wales okay. that was celebrating yeah. it as an event. Mm-hmm. And they weren't calling it Australia Day. It was Foundation Day yeah. or oh, yeah. there was another saying for it. That was up until 1935. And then progressively through the years, each yeah. state have sort of come into it. Okay. And then it was announced in 1994. Everyone in Australia would have a public holiday. On the 26th. On the 26th. So then initially it wasn't that that, that bigger deal that no. was on the 26th. Obviously yeah. there was probably indigenous communities who were offended by it being yes. on the 26th, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a national conversation because it's a good time of year to have a public holiday for yeah. barbecues and that sort of stuff. Um, the Triple Day Hottest 100 started yes, happening, which is a big countdown on the yes. our indie radio station of like the top 100 indie hits from the last year, which be, sort of became a big tradition. Mm. They last year moved. They moved it. They, yeah. moved it. they decided, yeah. yep, no, we've had enough. We, we agree. Mm. We're moving. Well, they, they decided to try all last year doing it on the third Saturday of January, which they committed to keeping after yeah. last year. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this year that falls on Australia Day. God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Um, although not on the Australia Day public holiday. There'll no, still be a public holiday, like I think, on the, the Monday. following Monday. Yes. Yeah. It's gotten very political with local government. Mm-hmm. So there's also a lot of... Traditionally, all local councils have hosted citizenship ceremonies where um, people that have received their Australian citizenship are welcomed in on Australia Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of councils over the last few years have decided to move that day. Yeah. The Prime Minister has threatened to cut funding for these days if they don't do it on Australia Day, well, which there, is far. Th- there is a town in northern Victoria that moved their Australia Day celebrations to another day mm-hmm. and they had all Like a whole their, town took part. The whole town. That's great. And they they had their ceremonial rights stripped from them. Mm. So they're not allowed to do, to the, do ceremonies the ceremonies anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You can't wear board shorts either. That was also what? part of it. There was like a really? board shorts while you're doing the citizenship ceremony. Yeah, there was like a dress wow. code. I thought that was, our, oh. I thought that was no, the something Australian board shorts, dress code. It's weird. <laughs> oh. Like, I love this country. Mm. I love Australia. And the one thing that I'm probably most grateful to my parents for is that growing up, they took me back to the Philippines regularly so i could see growing up that there's there's a stark difference between what i have here and what i would have had we Mm -hmm. you know lived and i was Mm. raised in the philippines there was no comparison i was tipping water over my head to bathe in one place and fighting off 
random feral dogs mm. and then coming home to my uh, Pokemon air conditioned air conditioned yeah. whatever I had so much appreciation for the ease that I had and and that I was able to acquire these things and and the opportunities that I had and I could get a job and I could have an education mm-hmm. and I didn't have to fight for any of that I love yeah. all of that stuff yeah do I want to celebrate all of that at the same time on a day of morning. on a day of morning yeah. Yeah. it's just like absolutely poor taste. not like, it's, it's just disgusting it's really yeah. bad so I don't understand the pushback yeah it's people, a racist thing is it a racist it has to be a racist thing without it is people hiding behind which we see so often these in the Trump era yeah. hiding behind tradition and that sort of shit and I, I mean I love tradition mm. but if it hurts someone yes. then no fuck it. it it's not relevant anymore it's, not yeah. it's, it's racist hiding behind flawed arguments because you know what if it wasn't a race thing they would do the exact same thing as what New Zealand do they have 10 seats in government specifically for Maori people mm. yeah. in our government there's what maybe one or two indigenous people mm. in government at the moment in federal government in federal yeah. government yeah. and it's just like if you really respected these people the way that I I would do it is have the 26th as a morning day and do yeah. it as we do Remembrance Day yeah. where oh, we yeah. remember our Indigenous people and the horrible things that happened and just move Australia Day to another date like and then we can celebrate all of us coming together. If our government no, gave just, a fuck yeah. about Indigenous people they wouldn't be tricking us with arguments over mm. fucking NBN yeah. and who should be the Prime Minister for this five minutes mm. and oh we're going to give you a slight discount on your electricity bills next year. We would yeah, be talking yeah. about the fact there is Indigenous communities in the Northern mm. Territory who are living in third world conditions That's and we it. don't even see it in no. a printed newspaper. You have to go to a left wing. You have to go to like the Saturday paper mm. or something like that. No. There are literally indigenous people living in squalid conditions because they've been fucked over by yeah. white people with serious, serious health and mental health problems mm-hmm. that they're not even talking about in state or government politics and it's absolutely fucked. If we want to talk about it on uh, an Indigenous respect on a wider yeah. scale, mm. it is disgusting and the UN have even talked about it Abs- and we don't, yeah. even, we don't even acknowledge that it's been talked about at a real level because we're run by Murdoch Press mm-hmm. and all that sort of bullshit. To get on a sorry to go on a wider (laughs) to go on a wider sort of level like literally for an indigenous community living Mm. in a Western country they are treated I would say the the worst it's really fucking awful. Do you also find there's a level of indifference or a disengagement with this because I've Mm. read a lot of comments and looked at these polls because I was generally interested and there are people in our demographics so younger Mm. people basically saying I don't really care what day it falls on yeah it, it's not important to me it's it's just a day off and in previous years it was hottest 100 day yeah, to yeah. them and that's what they care about so do you think there's a element of nonchalance of just like this doesn't yeah i think you're yeah. right i think it, it's sad but yeah i think you're right that it, they don't care and they should care because that's um, what's because it should be a day me. of celebration of fucking yeah. silver chair and indigenous rights that's and it. um sea change and yeah. kath and kim <laughs> and every wonderful thing that australia mm-hmm. has ever done mm-hmm. and these people don't actually give a fuck they just want a day off yeah. on a barbecue That's wouldn't yeah. it be great to be able to put it on a day you have your day off have your barbecue yeah. celebrate this sort of shit show the classic Australian movies on television show like you know mm. some great documentaries about indigenous communities and that sort of stuff and actually celebrate the whole of Australia yeah. absolutely absolutely 
just before we go, can I plug something? I mentioned sure. it once before, oh, wow. but I, I'm very involved in the LGBTI oh. performance space. Yeah. I just feel like there's so many amazing LGBTI performers in comedy, music, that sort of stuff. And so for a couple of years, I was petitioning Midsummer to put together like a gala performance. And after a few years, they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Here's some money. You do it. <laughs> can you produce it? And they teamed me up with yeah. the Art Centre. And so last year, we did the first ever Midsummer Extravaganza, which was a lineup show of LGBTI performers. Sold out like hotcakes, even though they weren't sure if it would. <laughs> it, did. it did very, very well. So this year, they've hired me again with Trevor Ashley to move it into Hamer Hall, which is the art centre's biggest space, mm. 2,200 Amazing. seats, to program a show that's twice as big, uh, to twice as many acts. It's a huge lineup. It's very diverse. It's probably the, the biggest thing I've ever done, and I'm incredibly oh. proud of it. So I just want to plug it a little bit here. It's actually selling like hotcakes, Amazing. so I don't really need the plug, but I just, <laughs> I, I just feel like the, um, the Gays Are Revolting <laughs> podcast listeners will be Hashtag keen. humble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they would be keen in a, in a show like this. So we've got um, the amazing Stephen Oliver. You know, what's this, Stensler? Yeah. Oh, uh, the yeah. indigenous oh. comedian. Um, uh, Joel Creasy, <laughs> who's been on the podcast. Uh, Reese Nicholson, Zoe Coombs-Ma, Geraldine Hickey, uh, Becky Cole, Carlotta. Koala mattresses. Koala mattresses <laughs> will be there. It's a, it's a huge lineup, and um, you guys will be there. I got free tickets mm. for you because you're Whee! tired asses. Yeah. But everyone else has to buy yeah. a ticket. Jump on theartcenter.com.au. It's on January 29th. And don't forget to get tickets to our live show coming up on the 3rd of Feb, midsummer, and submit your reads for us. Yeah. yeah. Any QA. What do you really think? Questions yeah. you got for us that you want to hear us? Shady. If you, don't, if you don't submit something, we're just going to have to read out the two negative reviews we've had okay. on <laughs> No one wants that. If you want to send us those reads or send us any Q and A's mm-hmm. as well, yeah, DM us. Slide into the DMs. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Gays Revolting Pod or search the Gays Are Revolting on Facebook. You might even yeah. find a group full of some homos yeah. talking to each other <laughs> about their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for listening, everybody, and we'll see you all next week. All next week. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Bye! Bye! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.